This is the Align with the Divine podcast. Tune in for your weekly dose of divineology with Pip. Pip Coleman is an author, Reiki master, and Australia's leading divineologist. Her purpose is to remind you how to trust your divine soul. This podcast is brought to you by the Divine Alignment Coaching Program. It's an amazing coaching program specifically downloaded to serve you, my earth angel tribe, for when you're feeling exhausted, lost, frustrated, or disconnected from your true self. You'll remember how to align with the divine and integrate your understanding of spirituality into everyday life to give you certainty, clarity, peace, and joy. Let's get into the podcast. Hello, hello. Hi, my name is Sarah Van Buskirk, and I'd like to welcome to the summit Pip Coleman. (laughs) It's so nice to have you on here. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's exciting. Of course. Well, first, maybe introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you. Sure. (laughs) Um, I'm Pip Coleman and um, I'm an author and a life coach and a divineologist, which means that I help people to connect with their divine guides and uh, bring a a more beautiful and more rounded, more well-rounded life to themselves by bringing that spiritual together with the practical and everyday life. So, um, yeah, and I live here in Phillip Island in um, Australia. So I'm right down almost to Tasmania. (laughs) Wow. So what you do must be really exciting. (laughs) Um, (laughs) How did you get started with um, maybe your spiritual journey or your spiritual practices to help other people? Yeah. Oh, well, it was uh, an interesting story. (laughs) I actually uh, was working on cruise ships in the United States and um, I was traveling around the world and doing all these amazing um, fun things. And then uh, I realized that there was sort of a, a gap in the market on board, like in terms of what we were offering our guests. And uh, I started to offer meditation and uh, sort of personal development type seminars on board and the guests loved it. And it was really lovely to be able to kind of bring the soul back into a space that's quite surface level. And um, and that kind of expanded my own spiritual practice. And then um, I actually came home to Australia and uh, started doing it as a business. So it was... Um, amazing a little bit of an unusual way to get into the spiritual side of things no that is (laughs) I wrote a book about it (laughs) there you go yes (laughs) write your books Uh, but no that's really cool that um you started on a cruise ship too I I love cruises and when I was young I was like oh maybe I could be an entertainer on a cruise ship that would just be so fun um never did it, but I think that would be really cool. Um, So today our topic is about joy, um, how we can find more joy in our lives and really find it within ourselves so that we can access it at any time. Um, So first of all, what is your personal definition of joy? That's a good question. The, um, I guess joy for me is about that feeling of 
it's it's interesting because joy can be the extreme of like passion and uh you know uplifting you know crazy a beautiful state and it can be um that peaceful really in the moment um calm state as well so I feel like it's a spectrum and that we when we can tap into all of those different elements of joy it's um that's when you have that whole life a full and complete life um not to ignore the the negative um uh emotions but to try and find the most joyful state or the most beautiful state that you can be in at any given moment. Right. I like how you said not to ignore the other emotions because we're human. Other emotions do come up. And, you know, I do suggest through everything that I've, I've learned definitely feel your feelings, but like you say, when we can access the highest feeling that we can, we can go for that joy. So maybe do you think it's like a, a mindset kind of training of how to access like the peaceful joy or um, the really excited joy? What do you think? Sure. Yeah, I definitely feel like there's a practice. We are, our brains are wired to go to survival. You know, we are always looking for the thing that might you know, be a problem. And um, that's just how we evolutionary, we needed to do that, you know, to be safe and to survive. So we have to actually practice. It's really interesting that we have to practice finding the joy and we have to practice, you know, looking for the positive. And, and that's why mantras and meditation and, and those sorts of things are necessary for us in this, you know, world that we live in. Um, yeah, so I definitely think that there's a, a need to to look for the joy, to 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 find that, you know, to look for the great things you're grateful for, and and move into that space more often than not. And I know you have more to talk about, but I wanted to tap onto the meditation um, sure. really fast. So, do you think that um, I guess? when you're doing meditation, how did, how did you start your meditation journey and find that that could lead to joy as well? Sure. Um, the meditation is interesting because when I first started, it was more about getting a CD and listening to a guided, you know, journey. And I do like to do that still. Um, but over the years, it started to become more of a, how can you be in the present moment as much as possible rather than just doing your meditation once a day and then going out into the world and being completely crazy. (laughs) Um, It's about taking that meditative or in the moment concept to your whole life. So now when I'm washing the dishes, I'm in that moment of washing the dishes. And when I'm walking on the beach, I'm in that moment of walking on the beach as much as I can be. Um, That's, the essence of taking meditation to your life rather than yeah just doing it once a day and then hoping that that's going to last <laughs> for the right. rest of 24 hours yeah right yeah I really like that um when I've heard before that the bible says to uh, pray constantly when I guess as time went on in my brain that the pray constantly turned to meditate constantly in my right. mind I might be saying it wrong by the way but 
that we can bring that aspect of mindfulness, calm, being in our actual bodies, feeling our feelings um, through all of our senses in that moment, um, I guess, concentrating on our breath in and out. And that itself could be our meditative state that we can access mm. at any time. Yeah. And there is more joy in that than we realize because most of our stress comes from worrying about the future or being sad or upset about the past. So if you can stay in that present moment, you actually will access more joy just by bringing yourself back to the present moment, um, which is interesting. It doesn't matter what technique you use, as long as you are as present as possible, you can access that joy. Mm. I think you touched on my next question, which was where do you think that people are struggling with, you know, finding the joy? So um, is it because they're not in the present moment stressed about the future or the past? Or do you want to add anything else to it? Or is that really it? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah, that that's probably the main thing. And I think that's a, I may have like sort of borrowed that from um, the Buddhist traditions where they talk about, um, I think it's Lao Tzu who talks about, you know, if you're anxious, you're spending too much time in the future. And if you're feeling guilty, then you're spending too much time in the past. And so the more that you can bring yourself back to the present moment, so whether it's a breath, a breath work type of situation where you take three deep breaths, or whether it's a actually, you know, going and putting your feet in the grass and grounding yourself, or whether it's, um, you know, doing something that like some people just get up from their chair and go into another room or, you know, walk, walk from here to the, another space. So just be in the present moment as much as you can. And then that way you actually bring that, um, that take, you take away that anxiety and you take away that, that guilt. It's really interesting how movement but the body, moving the body is a big one um, for shifting your state. That's probably one of the most important things. If you can get up and move, you will shift your state. Um, it might only be for a few minutes, but you can keep moving and then you'll shift it for a longer period of time. Yes, that's yeah. exactly what I learned too and teach in, in yoga and in my yoga world. Right. Um about the movements and everything. It's funny because when I first started thinking, I was like, why is the present moment so significant? And then I realized that um, right here, right now, everything is usually okay. Yeah. You know, yes. you are usually safe. You're usually okay in this present moment. Right. Um, it's not as bad as your mind is making it. Is that right? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> okay. So I know that you have um, a warm jacket on and a great <laughs> technique to describe for us on how uh, you think that people can find more joy in their life in your expert opinion. So share with us what uh, you have you have to say. Why why am I wearing a toasty jacket on a on a quite a warm day? Um <laughs> I uh, I thought I would put on my jacket and share with you because one of my rituals that I do every morning is I get up and go to the beach with um, my fellow sea dragon 
friends and we jump into the cold water and uh, spend about 10 minutes in the water. Depends. At, in the wintertime, uh, we only do about two to three minutes, but because it's very cold, it's about 11 degrees down here, um, it, which is, um, I'm not sure what that is in your, in America, um, uh, like how it converts, yeah, but it's, uh, yeah, it's Sorry. pretty cold. <laughs> yeah. No, no um, and job. that, um, yes. <laughs> and the cold water, um, I only just started doing this cold water immersion or cold water swimming uh, in November of last year. So I'm a very newbie to it, but it's an amazing ritual to uh, bring that feeling of joy, uh, which I didn't expect it to do that when I first started. But uh, the, the toasty jacket is actually to keep me warm after I get out of the water. So I've only just come home from doing my dunk this morning. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I was like, oh, I'm going to get on with my jacket on so that you can see that I've what I wear. <laughs> yes. But it's amazing. It's an amazing um, way to bring joy into your life for lots of different reasons. Yeah. So Incredible. I want to talk a little bit about um, how you do it. And then, you know, talk a little bit more about joy. I looked up what 11 degrees Celsius is okay. for um, Americans uh, since we're still using Fahrenheit. It's 51.8 degrees Fahrenheit for um, everybody's awareness. And yeah, that seems really cold. So uh, can you tell me the process? Do you go, you go with a group? Do you go with your bathing suits on and just jump in or, or what do you right. do? Yeah, so we... <laughs> So we go, um, this is a, a group uh, of people and we, we do that for support. So it's a free, a free group. It just gives um, you a bit more confidence and a bit more, you know, um, uh, encouragement <laughs> when um, some people like to go solo and, you know, be by themselves. And that's wonderful. Um, I love the group um, element. I think that's fantastic having that community of people who are all doing the same thing and everybody, and then you can sort of run in screaming if it's really cold, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which means you get that fun, <laughs> that fun element, that joy element. But the, um, the, the main thing is that um, having a, something that you do every day, a ritual that you do every day, um, is amazing. It doesn't matter if it's not cold water dunking, but this particular one has so many benefits um, for the mind, body, and spirit that it's satisfying so many things that we need that it actually is something that you're more likely to keep going with if it satisfies lots of your human needs. Um, and this one really does. So uh, yeah, it's incredible. But we usually go down uh, without wetsuits on, just our bathers. And sometimes not bathers <laughs> if we're if we're really feeling like you know, <laughs> which brings another level of joy, like that freedom, you know, to sort of play. Um, yeah. So, but we usually go down and uh, meet in a different location every morning. And around Phillip Island, there are lots of beaches, and depending on the wind and um, that sort of thing, the weather, we go to a beach that's the most inviting I guess sometimes it can be very windy here <laughs> so yeah so it's um it's amazing and um there's so many benefits of doing the doing it as well not just that you get that uplifting 
like, oh, oh, this is amazing, like sensation, but also um, the cold water itself reduces inflammation in the body, which is incredible. Um, It helps you to, I've actually lost uh, 20 kilos in the last eight months um, doing it. (laughs) Not just doing this, I was also changing my diet and doing some different types of exercise as well. But this has been, it's quite known for helping to reduce weight. So a lot of women really like it because it helps to, uh, to do that. Um, it also helps to um, lift your mood, you know, because when you're in that water and it makes you sort of shock, it shocks the system um, and it works on the parasympathetic and the sympathetic nervous system, which means that you get um, like blood rushing to the organs and, um, you know, all of that sort of thing. So it actually helps the brain to work more effectively. And so you don't feel so foggy. Um, yeah, there's there's so many benefits um, aside from the fact that there's this community that you're jumping in with and having fun with every morning and um yeah that's that's incredible as well that connection of community uh, which is known to increase your joy um you know when you have connection with community that's actually a really important one um which you would have found with your yoga community that you do as well yeah um there's so much to say there i think you are a very brave person for starting this and I could just imagine the rush right now. It's just me imagining because I have not tried it yet, but I can imagine the rush it brings to your body. And I'm guessing this rush really brings you into the present moment with feeling yeah. everything once you're shocked and then yeah. you start maybe feeling things. And then is that sort of bringing endorphins and everything on uh, some yeah. chemicals in the brain together to make a sort of a giddy joyfulness is yes what I'm imagining is that right yes 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 there's so many different um benefits um there's a wonderful lady called Susan Soberg who's the leading researcher in the world and she's done eight years of research on what cold water um can do for you on all these different levels and yes there's a whole shift of brain chemicals when you jump into the cold water um and it it gives you that that fit that dopamine increase um, which makes you feel good. It's um, it's amazing. And um, some people do the ice baths, you know, where you jump into the ice, um, like they have their own with like actually putting ice in the in their bath. And um, and when you go in there for like two minutes, you get out and you feel that rush of heat coming to you as well. That, so the colder that the water is, the more quickly that you get that rush of heat. It's quite interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, how I want to ask you how you first started this and then ask you how um, others can start this. But what about you first? Like what made you maybe seek out this group? Did you meet in a particular um, place online and then said, oh, okay, let's all get together and do this. And what made you want to do this? Yeah, yeah, that's interesting because prior to starting doing this, I wasn't a morning person and I didn't like cold water. (laughs) 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 So yeah. So um, it was really interesting because I started to follow a lady on um, social media who was a local um, woman who was doing the, the group, creating the group. And she was fairly new to creating the group and she wanted to encourage people to get into the water and get the benefits and 
you know, connect with nature and that sort of thing. And so I was following her on Instagram and she was having all these beautiful sunrises and, you know, um, jumping in the water and having fun. And one day they had a party for somebody who was doing their hundredth dunk and they had sparkly, sparkly tops on. And then somebody was wearing a mermaid tail and they, they did champagne. And I was like, wow, that looks like a really fun place to be. Like maybe I should go and join this group. And it didn't make any sense to me because I didn't like the cold water and I didn't like the early mornings, but I thought I want that. I want what those people are having. They look like they're having an amazing time. And I was feeling very lonely after um, COVID. Um, I live on my own. And so I was feeling very lonely and I didn't have a lot of connections. Um, And so I wanted to have that community, that, that thing that they seem to be creating was what I wanted. And so I said to the, this girl, I'm like, I think I need to come and, and dip with you. And she was like, yay, we welcome you, come, you know. And uh, so I went along more for the community than the actual cold water and then actually started to love the feeling of the cold water as well, um, which was amazing. So, and now I'm loving sunrises. Um, I was always a sunset person. Now I'm like, oh, sunrise, it's amazing. So because we usually do it first thing in the morning. So, yeah. How long, amazing. Sorry. How long did it take you to get used to the cold water? Can I ask? Like, <laughs> I guess it's interesting because some days it's really easy to get in and you don't really notice it's cold, but you don't really kind of notice it. But then other days it's really, you really feel like it's cold. And interestingly, now that it's starting to warm up, the water's actually now around 14 degrees. And now I'm going, oh, I'm really feeling it at the moment. Whereas when it was 11 and 10 and nine degrees, it was not as much of a, but maybe because the outside temperature was cooler as well. You know, we, we were, you know, getting sort of 11, 10, 12 degree days temperature wise outside. So the water was perhaps not as much of a contrast between there's lots of different theories about why it feels colder on certain days. Sometimes perhaps I feel like I'm more sensitive and maybe I haven't had as much sleep or, you know, you um, notice the cold more. But the main thing, I guess, is that sometimes I think, oh, yeah, I'm in this rhythm and everything's fine and I'm, it's not that cold. But then some days it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I, I, I really don't know whether you completely um, get over. The whole idea is to have that shock to the system so I don't know whether you're supposed to get too comfortable with it. It's meant to be a discomfort. It's it's a controlled stress situation, which helps you to deal with any stress that comes up in your life. If you can manage your stress and go into this controlled stressed environment and then come out again and know that you're choosing when you go in and choosing when you go out, it's um it's quite an interesting thing to to practice that rather than just letting, you know, your life happen to you. Um, it's, yeah, it gives you that, a lot of power. If you're feeling like you're out of control and your life is sort of happening to you, then um, something like this is a really great way to take back control, take back your power and feel more um, like you have this life 
and you can choose what you want to do and when you go in and when you come out, you know. Um, yeah, so it's pretty interesting. Love that. It seems to um, give you confidence, give yeah. um, people. I love that you were talking about the sense of power. Um, mm. Do you and you choose when you come out? Does your group have um, like, do they individually decide when to go out or do you go out together? How does that work? Yeah, I mean, the first the benefits are in the first 30 to not 30 seconds, basically, you that shock to the system is the bit where you get the benefit where the, the body switches into, okay, we need to warm this person up as quickly as possible, because you're jumping into cold water. So anytime after 90 seconds, you don't really need to be in the water anymore, technically, for the, for the benefit. So you could jump in for 30 seconds and get out again and be like, yes, I've done my, my cold water dunk. But we tend to stay in, um, you know, up to about 10 minutes, um, depending on the day. But sometimes people will jump out, you know, after three minutes or two minutes, um, especially when it's really cold. Like when we were at nine, 10 degrees, we were getting out after about two or three minutes because <laughs> that was enough. But some in the summertime, we tend to stay in a lot longer. We, we need to go swimming as well. Like we actually swim. So, <laughs> and I love how your group too celebrates each other. Like, um, oh, it's her hundred dunk, and they like keep yeah. track of it, and then like right. celebrate. That's that's fun too. And maybe after, do you ever go out to brunch? Because I would, or or yeah. breakfast together. I would definitely yes. <laughs> suggest that. Yeah, we've hungry. been. <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. We go for a coffee afterwards. That's another thing is to help you warm up. You, It's a good idea to drink a, a warm drink or like have soup or eat something so that you warm up from the inside out. Um, they suggest that you don't go and have a warm shower straight away because that means that because the body about half an hour, the body is actively warming you up. And that's where, again, the benefits happen where your, um, your body's actually doing the work of warming you up uh, for 30 minutes afterwards. So it's a good idea not to have a shower until after that 30 minutes is up. So it's quite interesting for people to, they're jumping around on the beach, um, trying to warm themselves up naturally. Yeah, that's the important bit, yeah. Well, I'm loving all of these benefits. So mm. how can people get started with this? Yeah. So if you don't live near an ocean, <laughs> you could jump into a river or, you know, whatever. But um, the most easy way to do it is to turn the cat, the shower to cold. So you have your shower and then for the last 30 seconds, you turn it to cold and you can, you know, work yourself up to 90 seconds if you want to. But remember, you can get the benefit from just 30 seconds. So you can even work up to 30 seconds if you're like 10 seconds and that's all you can do for a little bit. Um, and, you know, I love the nature. I've done the cold shower thing. And if I have to, um, when I've been away from the beach, I do that. But it's um, that's the most accessible way. And, uh, and Susan Soberg has done most of her research on cold showers, but um, because that was easier to monitor, like you can say to someone, do 30 days of cold showers, um, and then they can, you know, monitor and look at, you know, what the benefits have been. But they said that they got the same results from 30 seconds as they did from 90 seconds. So that's where they worked out that the, the benefits are coming from that first 
30 seconds, which is pretty cool. So if you don't have a river or an ocean or a lake or a, um, you know, a stream to jump into, a waterfall, then um, you can do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would be nice. I'm just jumping in the waterfall. Yeah. <laughs> just having images in my mind. Oh, how fun. But Nature. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. nature is best I think obviously like it's amazing but uh, the other thing is interesting is that as uh, nature actually is easier because the temperature moves with the earth right so you can actually you as a human in the earth around in the earth on the earth you're actually going to um, connect in with nature better it's going to be a bit more pleasant experience than the shower which is always going to be same temperature mm. it's yeah so there's yeah. it's interesting um yeah to kind of work out what's your way of doing it and what works best for you because it might not be convenient for you to drive to a beach <laughs> yeah it's actually my goal uh one day to live in florida near ah. like the gulf waters which are really warm waters so i don't think yeah. it might not work there but the shower will definitely always work maybe an ice bath type thing too but yeah. um i like that there's all these benefits in 30 seconds only so you could just sit there and count or breathe i guess you yeah. focus on your breath if you're with yeah. your group of friends you have fun with them during the 30, 90 seconds or, or more. Yeah, so that's good. And you've talked yeah. about a lot of benefits and that's great. Um, can you tell any more benefits if there are any you haven't mentioned and also any, um, anything that's like a downside and if sure. there is a downside. <laughs> so one of the other benefits obviously is the breath I forgot to mention about the breathing the the deeper that your breath is when you're in the water like obviously when you have that shock to the system it's a good idea to take like nice deep breaths and as the yoga instructor you would know all about you know how important deep breathing is and so if you combine that with the the cold water effect it's um it just gives it that extra bit of benefit but if you're getting there in there with a group they will distract you <laughs> as well <laughs> so you don't necessarily need to breathe usually you just um are laughing and and like um, trying to distract each other from from what's going on <laughs> but i guess downside is interesting because the the only downside um that we've kind of read about and that Susan Soberg talks about and you know um, we've sort of discussed the only downside is if you stay in the cold water for too long because um, the brown fat that you're trying to warm get to warm you up is just under the surface of the skin so you don't need to be in for very long to activate the brown fat which starts to warm you up but if you stay in for more than you know, two minutes, you know, sometimes even um, three or four minutes in the really cold water, you can actually start to get um, the organs start to get cold. And that's when you um, can get hypothermia um, and things like that, the start of hypothermia happening. So some people actually stay in for too long and they get shiv really shivery um, and uh, they get the mumbles where they can't like talk very well and they get like um, they can't sort of get dressed properly because they're like they're losing their function. So you have to be really mindful that you don't get into that ego 
which says that you need to stay in as long as you possibly can, um, which, you know, that competitive side of us that kind of says, I'm going to stay in as long as I can, like those other people. And everybody has their own limit um, and their own level. And we need to be mindful that if you're starting to shiver, then your body's saying it's time for you to get out. And so some people need to get out sooner than other people. And, uh, and we always make sure that if we notice that somebody's, you know, shivering or if they're um, not looking like they're um, very comfortable, then we encourage people to get out as soon as it's really good for practicing, listening to your body, what your limit is. Um, but also remembering that this is not a competition the benefit has already happened in that first 30 seconds. So you don't need to stay in for two hours or whatever, you know. Um, it's quite interesting to see how some people get into, get a little bit caught up in, I want to stay in for as long as possible, but that's actually not the point of the exercise. Um, yeah. And there's a difference between men and women too. Sometimes the men can get a little bit competitive mm. about how long they stay in. <laughs> I can see that happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I love all the correlations too between um, cold water immersion and yoga because there's right. a lot of mindfulness, mind body connection, listen to your body. Like we say this stuff all the time breath, breath work. Um, so a lot of things that are tied together, which I, right. I love that um, because, yeah. yeah, both seem fabulous. Right. And now I have to try at least the shower thing. <laughs> turn my That's a good place. Shower cold. Mm -hmm. Good place to start. Um, yeah. And um, also, um, I know we're coming towards the end. So I know that you have a free gift that you would like to share with the audience. Can you tell a little sure. bit about that? Yeah, so I um I put together a um a coaching session for people who'd like to bring more joy into their life, and so I'm going to uh, offer an hour um, free coaching session that people can do. So it's a you know joy all find the joy session, and uh, and we can put together a recipe for you. I like to put together recipes for people like a relaxation recipe or a menopause recipe or, you know, whatever it is that they're working on to um, bring. And because we're talking about joy, we're going to do a, a, you know, a recipe for joy that will bring together. It might have cold water dunking in it, maybe if that's what you want to try. But it's important to bring together, you know, maybe it'll include some yoga, maybe it'll include some, some massage, you know, it's about putting those self-care things together that will, you know, um, bring more, spark more light and, and um, pleasure in your life. And so, um, yeah, so we'll talk about what things might be blocking you or what things you're kind of struggling with, and then we'll put together um, a list of um, a beautiful recipe that will work for you that you can try to bring a bit more joy into your life. So um, that will help you go from feeling anxious and stressed and frustrated uh, to feeling peaceful and joyful and, and, uh, and calm. That's the plan. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a, a wonderful um opportunity for this personalized session with you that's really generous and thank you I hope many people take a um, use of that I'm sure they will and reap so many benefits of it and do they just go to your website for that 
Yep. So I've got a link that we'll put um, underneath the video so that people can click on the link and just book straight in and we can do that online. doesn't have to be, you don't have to come to Phillip Island <laughs> to do it, but by all means, come to Phillip Island if you want to. That would be <laughs> but, fun. Yeah. Why not? Why not? But um, yes, it can be done online. So that's wonderful. Isn't that the joy of, um, you know, doing these things online. It's just amazing that we can connect with each other like this. Yes. Yeah. And um, as I say, whatever we're doing, let's try to have fun with it and do it with joy. So definitely sign up for Pip's session with uh, fun and joy in your heart and you'll have more once you come out of the session, I'm sure. Right. <laughs> well, thank you so much for visiting um, with us here, Pip, at this summit. It was a pleasure talking to you. Yay. Yeah, you too. Thank yes. you. It was great. Yes. Uh, and um, hope to see you in the future. Yay. Thank you. Thank you very much. Bye. 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 Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Align with the Divine podcast. Tune in for your weekly dose of Divineology with Pip. I'd love it if you'd rate, review and share this podcast with your fellow earth angels. This podcast is brought to you by the Divine Alignment Coaching Program to help you remember how to align with the divine and integrate your understanding of spirituality into your everyday life to give you certainty, clarity, peace and joy. You can find out more at www.pipcoleman.com and of course, Come and join me over on my socials at Pip Coleman, author coach. See you there.